Welcome, everyone, to Metal Brunch Club, episode 28. Super excited to be hanging out today. Uh, we are talking about one of the most consistent bands in metalcore. You can't tell from the guitar riff. Today, we're talking about August, August Burns, Burns Red. Red. I could just listen to that song for the I know. whole rest of the episode. I'm like, oh, so I wish good. that was just it just kept going. But. That was a Mariana's Trench. Mariana's Trench. What a what a great what a classic. What a classic. Uh, yeah. So, August Burns Red. It's a fun episode today. Uh, we're finally doing it after saying we were going to do it for like three episodes, but then Lincoln Park happened, and you know, yeah. life finds a way. Uh, so, <laughs> we're going to be talking about uh, August Burns Red. August Burns. Yes, that's their name. Uh, oh, their new their album, name. Death Below. Ooh. But. Because we're a bunch of old heads. Yeah. We we're are. also going to talk about... Elders. Elder elder, <laughs> yeah, elder millennials. What did elder. you say? We were like talking about this <laughs> yeah, like... Elder millennials, week. I think, was You're what it was. You were like, we're like, we're kind of like elder metalcore uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. guys. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> we yeah, are, fuck, dude. We elder, yeah, dude yeah. Like, we're, we're your fucking elders, bro. Yeah, so bro. Listen up. Us. So uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking about the first three albums of August Burns Red, Thrill Seeker, Messengers, and Constellation, because... Mm. Come on. We're going to see how they've kind of evolved their sound. Uh, you know, a lot of people kind of say they've sounded the same over the last, you know, 20 something years. Yeah. ABR, if you're unaware, they're from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, they burst onto the scene in 2003 wearing flip flops and pop collars from Abercrombie and Fitch, and they just absolutely blew everyone's minds. Uh, they've released quite a few albums. I want to say seven. I didn't have that in my notes, but I think it's about seven. They've actually been nominated for two Grammys, which I didn't know about until I was looking through here. So good job, wow. those guys. Good job not winning, but, you know, good job at least being <laughs> yeah. nominated. Nominations, like, okay, yeah. I guess. Yeah, Still it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, Death Below. Uh, <laughs> sorry, ten three people albums. who are, like, nowhere near <laughs> yeah. close to that. Uh, so they've released ten albums. I apologize. So Death Below has come out a little bit ago, and, yeah, we're going to talk about it. I actually found out that the uh, August Burns Red was a weird band name. Apparently there was a rumor going around for a long time that it was about the original vocalist was dating a woman named August and she burned his dog <laughs> named Red alive in what? the doghouse. No. That and that's what they named that. the band after. Pretty fucked up. And then like a few yeah, years later, they were crazy. like, that was actually a joke. Uh, <laughs> and it's just like, that's thank a the really, Lord. Yeah. Dark ass joke. Yeah, um, that's a very dark. It's not cool. No, not cool at all. You don't talk about dogs getting hurt ever. Yeah. <laughs> We There's a website like for that, so you can skip movies if the dog gets hurt. So it's tight. Does this guy look the same now? Like he looks I, the I, same. I think that's actually pretty. Yeah, he he has not. He's uh, never he's never changed. The yeah, I'll, I'll toss his uh, picture up into the yeah, uh, into right the background. That is the uh, yeah the, the guitarist. The guitarist right? um, I think that's he's always looked the same. Yeah, that's John JB. I believe he's yeah. he's always had kind of surfer vibes. Um, yeah. 
they've all they've all fairly looked the same. They've been the same members pretty much since about 2006, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, so what do you like before we kind of get into everything? Like my trajectory with this band, I was super hard on these guys. Uh, I, I was hard for them. Yes, uh, up until <laughs> yes constellations, and then really hard fell off liked their album rescue and restore which came out i think in like 2015 and then fell off again um so like i've been pretty up and down but like their first three albums are definitely very formative metalcore albums for me so like what are what are you guys kind of like trajectories and paths that you guys went down with them i want to say we're pretty similar yeah um and that it was the same same situation like thrill seeker came out and i was like this is like different yeah um and uh and then yeah the the first three records for me all three like full of bangers like i know i know them all front to back yeah listen to them you know over and over and over again um and then after that yeah same for me i kind of fell off i'll be honest i haven't really listened to much of anything from august burns red um since the their third record but um you know like i might go like listen to a song or whatever ch- like listen to the record i've definitely listened to every record but like i haven't like really come back to them right. you know for whatever right. reason so it was fun to listen to the, the new record um and i i did like a lot of things about it so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later but yeah probably similar for no you spoilers. as well yeah for for me uh i think i discovered thrill seeker like a year or two after it came out yeah um, but then I was like, oh, my God, like this band is incredible. And Messengers just took over for me. Like I listened to that album front to back like a thousand times. It was just not like, on the back burner for you. <laughs> no, I like that. I like what you did there. Thank you. But <laughs> it was an incredible album. And then I remember being like, August Wins Red is like one of my favorite bands. Like I have to get cancellations. Like I pre-ordered yep. it. You know, I had like the CD, the poster. The digipack art. and yep. everything like yeah. that. Yeah, because yeah, back then, you know had the physical yeah the fold outs and you had the lyric booklet yeah yeah it was so cool but in our day (laughs) yeah (laughs) the the three first albums though where it's at and i kind of fell off leveler didn't really listen to much i kind of came back for phantom anthem yeah Uh, but there were some bangers on phantom there were and then honestly the most recent release death below surprised me so yeah we'll get into that i'm excited to talk about it uh But first, we can't we can't talk about where we are without talking about where we've been. Oh yes, right. So yeah, Thrill Seeker, their first full length with a different vocalist, which I am embarrassed to admit. Like it took me maybe ten years of listening to ABR to realize that it wasn't Jake, Jake Waters. Yeah, yeah. Like, because they they pulled the Misery Signals thing where they got pretty much an identical vocalist. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. And the second vocalist was better than the first vocalist. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, that point, I don't know. We have, Sometimes. Might debate that. <laughs> <laughs> he, it's a point I'll make with Death Blow. He was really good at the beginning when his voice didn't sound shot to mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely, you can tell the road's taking its toll on him. But yeah, so uh, Thrill Seeker, their OG vocalist, their first album. It's a fucking banger and a slapper. Yeah, after all this time, it still holds up. Mm-hmm. It still yeah. sounds really good, too. Like, I went back and listened to it, and I was like, this you could pass this as a 2023 Metalcore album, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know this, but according to their wiki, it says in 2020, they released the 15th anniversary of a virtual live stream for Thrill Seeker. I never I, saw that. Uh, I'm going to have to go find that and listen to it. Yeah. Yeah, because I knew Mystery Singles did that with... Uh, they had a guest appearance Malice. from McManus, too. 
Oh shit. Okay, now I'm really gonna have to do. Yeah, that. all right, we're gonna have to find he did, that. He later. did the vocals on Consumer, so cool. That's cool. You learn something new every day, but. Yeah, Thrill Seeker is definitely the OG. Yeah, taking it way back. I, I actually found it after I listened to Messengers. I think I, Messengers was my intro to the band, and then I went back to listen to Thrill Seeker, yeah. and I was like, "Yo, like these guys, they know how to throw down for sure." I was young. I was thrill seeking, so <laughs> I'm just on a roll with these. You're quite the barbarian. Oh, <laughs> well, your little suburbia ran in ruins. Okay, yeah. that's. Okay. <laughs> That's got the endorphins flowing and everything. Oh, yeah, um, man. Uh, so we tasked, uh, we tasked Brian with finding two songs uh, from Thrill Seeker. Which is tough. Which it's is hard because every song is great. Uh, yeah. I feel like that's going to be the story for all, th- all three of these records. Yeah. But which ones did you pick, Brian? Uh, it was hard to choose, but I think most impactful to me were Speech Impediment and Endorphins. So mm, uh, yes. let's take a listen to some Speech Impediment. Cut down. I, I, it was like I didn't know when to cut it, but I could listen to the whole song and we'd be okay with it. But yeah, the the changeups that that song does is crazy. Like the, I really like what Matt does at one point where he goes from writing the cra- uh, writing just a standard crash to like the China with like the next the yeah. next hit. Yeah, it's and like it's, it's, offbeat it's, shit. Like sh- yeah, it's just so seamless, and they they really let like empty space kind of breathe with it, and it's yeah. it's really cool. I feel like some of their on a guitar level, what they were really good at is they would they would have a part and they'd say maybe take a lead or have some type of riff integrated into it, and then that would lead into like the next part and become yeah. something integral of that next riff. Mm-hmm. And I they was still like, do Man. that on yeah. uh, with this new record, yeah. mm-hmm. and like that's a that's definitely like a thing that they've always done. So they're really good at it. Yeah, this is like the very early beginnings of that sort of idea. Yeah, and they yeah they're. That's definitely like a common concept that they use all the time. It's just always funny though, thinking that seeing how they dress back then. I know we made the joke of before, but like <laughs> these these homies would always just go up wearing their flip flops, like yeah. popped pink polos, and like their like cut off cargo shorts and shit like that. Yeah, and like what am I? Yeah, what, what am I getting? What into? am I getting into? <laughs> yeah, and then they're just and you're just like, oh, okay, all right, yeah, cool, this is tight. Yeah, they shred. They shred. They shred. What about endorphins? I'm excited to hear a clip from that one. Let's take a listen.
Yeah. <laughs> just another it's it's so hard to find a stopping point too because like like yeah. we we're just talking about it just it's continuous so it's into the next into the next yeah. into the next. It goes it goes horde. It goes horde. But that whole album just incredible front to back. Yeah. So hard to Agreed. choose timestamps. It was a lot of fun to go back and listen to it again and just remember the old times, you know. The old times. It, it was Great just times. so innovative, right? Like Yeah, it's very I innovative. Mean, for I can't I can't think of many bands that were I mean, there were a lot of bands that had elements of that, but like they just melded everything so nicely together and their songwriting was just already so cohesive and mature for a band that like just put out their first full length. Yeah. Like not really much wasted space. Every section moved into the next section. Like you said, it builds upon itself. It was just really a, a fucking banger right out the gate. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely one of those bands too, like where I would I would like learn like their breakdown. You know, I could do it like with my mouth, you know what I mean? Boom bam 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 boom and I would just feel like oh I'm fucking good, dude. Like, I, I could fucking, totally play oh, this. I could fucking play this for sure. Like, but I don't want to right now. Yeah, no, he could though. Trust but us. I could, like, but I could. Yeah, but I could. Totally, totally could. Uh, but that moves us along into the next, uh, the next banger of a record that they put out in 2007, Messenger. Some might say their biggest banger. Yeah, and I wanted to show. Uh, it was it was my turn to pick a couple tracks from this one, and so I wanted to show a few of my faves. Whoa. Same fucking thing, though. I was like, oh, I love every song on this record, so how am I supposed to choose? So I, I picked the uh, the first song on the record, Truth of a Liar, because the uh, intro is just, it's iconic. Mm. Um, I remember, like, listening to this record so much, and after Thrill Seeker, I was, like, really excited for it. Mm-hmm. And then this record comes out, and, like, I put this song on, this, like, first song on, and I was like, Yes. Oh, okay. Like, I yes. am, like, fucking excited to listen to this record, like, every day for the rest of the summer. Um, and I think that's probably what I did. So I'm going to play that little bit for you, and you guys will recognize it instantly if you're true fans. Yeah. I think this album was what started my obsession with China Symbols. Oh, for everyone it did. I was like, I gotta buy a China Symbol now. You know what I mean? The crispiest. Yeah. Like and that shit's all over this record too. That that intro though, like Yeah, it really is one of the best. They re-released this album, and I don't feel like the China is as good. No, I, 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 <laughs> I actually remember listening to it. Re-listened like, to this yeah. album with the remaster because I hadn't yet, and yeah. I was like, "This doesn't have like the punch." It's that missing I the China. Right now. <laughs> yeah, it's missing the China. That China isn't the furthest thing forward in this mix <laughs> yeah, right now. What is with this? Like, I'm too used to ha- to hearing this. Yeah, I, I also feel like I mean they always had breakdowns, but I feel like Messengers was really the album where like the breakdowns were like. 
the the centerpiece yeah. the focal point right I like and that's kind of what brought that into the forefront for them mm-hmm. um well the second one i chose is actually backburner oh it's just a breakdown which you know, yeah <laughs> yeah basically um definitely one of the more memorable breakdowns as well too on the record so you know i'm gonna play it for you you're gonna love it so here we go Yeah, and then they go into a speedy, speedy blazing fast riff there, and it's the riffing was top tier. So. Riffing was top tier. All the drums were a lot of fun, especially for me because I was like, "Oh, I suck." Um, listening to this back then. Yeah, Matt's, <laughs> Matt's still one of the, in my opinion, one of the top. He might be the best metalcore drummer that there is. Yeah, for sure. Like the guy is always clean. If you watch any of his live videos, yeah, live he was always like amazing. The live. dude does not fucking miss yeah like, he always had like a massive drum set too and i was like damn it and he's always smiling when he's doing it like he's sitting here blasting for like four hours straight and he's just handsome and smiling and <laughs> yeah like, yeah why do you get everything yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i want to be you i want to be you okay yeah. i don't want to practice but i want to be you <laughs> yeah, yeah. i have no discipline but i want to be you please <laughs> but i want to be you my man yeah um, dude uh messages was also like my kind of the lyrics were positive in like a cheesy way that hadn't like it was still kind of new back then mm-hmm. and so like every single song had that fucking hype line that when you heard it you just were ready to go like, yeah it was always so good yep messengers was tight messengers, messengers was, tight. was great so good, which man. leads us into the next one constellations constellations constellations, constellations might be I mean, Thrill Seeker's a banger. Don't get me wrong. Constellations might be my favorite ABR record, though. It feels like um, it's like they, like they figured out what like what they do. They've got it perfect, right? At that point, and then they started to add like some more kind of like progressive elements to it too. I mean, sure. you started seeing kind of like their slower bits to things. You started seeing them incorporating other uh, musical instruments into everything. Yeah. Um, there's you know a lot of really well-known songs off of their Mariana's Trenches that yeah. we play in the intro was one of them. A lot of great melodic stuff. And and I think everyone's kind of going to know, but I uh, I was tasked with selecting a, a two songs from this album, which was very, very tough as well. So tough. Um, but the first one I'm going to bring to you guys is Paradox. I think once you guys hear it, you'll understand why. that intro to the breakdown with the mm. dun, 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 yeah dun. all the drum fills and shit all the drum fills yeah 
and wouldn't pay a penny for your Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do what they do so well with the breakdown, the little fucking lead shit over it, like the little like lead riff that's happening. Yeah, I think this was actually the first uh, record that Dusty, the bassist, was pretty big and also composing. Like he's been a, a key writer, I think, in most of their later albums. Yeah, but I think this is the first one where he actually started writing like some guitar parts and everything like that in nice. there too. Um, and it's also kind of pro- uh, apparent too because you can hear the bass really well on this album. Yeah, and probably because Dusty's like, it's like, I want to be heard. I want to yeah. be heard. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I didn't no, mean to cut no, you please. Off. I was just gonna say, I remember you know previously you were talking about kind of like the cheesy lyrics, yeah. but this album, even though it had some cheesy lyrics, I still remember uh, the song Whitewash, and he's like, yeah. this pen and ink ammunition. I'm like, yeah. that's so cheesy, but I still love it. He's like, thank you for the inspiration. I'm like, fuck, I can't help but like like that. How many yeah. people do you think had got that tattooed <laughs> onto yeah, their right? arms? Way too pen many. Yeah, in, in like the shape of shape of a gun or something. Like, that. like the words were a gun, yeah. and they were it's like, "Yeah, this is the yeah, coolest yeah. thing." Like, oh, this, yeah, I just got that. Whatever, it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's uh, not a big deal. It's not, more, it's not even that big deal. It's cool though, right? It's cool though, right? So, so yeah, first I brought you Paradox. Yeah. Uh, and again, it was really hard. I was like, "Do I want to do Mariana's Trench?" No, because like everyone knows. Yeah. Everyone and then whenever knows. you didn't pick it, I was like, "Well, I gotta put that as the intro." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was my first choice, but I was like. I'm I'm the asshole of the group. Like I can't pick yeah, yeah. the you the one that the has well twenty two billion plays. Yeah. yeah, so I chose Meddler. Uh, and this Medler. song just fucking slaps. It's a good one. Yeah. Right now! <laughs> yeah, the first time I heard that like little like Tom symbol fill thing that he's he did in that, I was like, oh, I gotta steal that. And Such I still, fucking stole that shit for sure, and like different bands and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I totally agree. And, and I'm just a, a slut for some good like yeah, you know Tom fill in along with your breakdown and mm-hmm, everything Tom like that. And it's just it's just yeah. fun. It fills up that space really well. Uh, and that fucking guitar lead. In the second half yeah. of it is just like so the, the, the good. like delayed guitar lead. That mm-hmm. shit's that was shit was fucking tight, bro. Yeah, bro. So yeah, constellations though it slaps. There's not a bad song on it's it. It's a slammer. I can listen to that album and go exactly back to 2009 and like when I listened to it. It's yeah. like shit. It's, it's yeah. so I worked good. at a car wash and I remember <clears throat> messengers and constellations coming out at the same time and there were a handful of us that were all super big into metalcore. And it was just like the only thing we played back in the back while we were like, you know, yeah. starting to prep the car and everything. And so it was like for, you know, two or three summers, ABR summer, you know? <laughs> yeah. These definitely were records that were like anytime me and like all of our friends would like be hanging out, it was on in the background at right. some point in time. Yeah. Somebody was like, somebody like 
popped the, C- the CD and took All Shall Perish out and then put, <laughs> How dare they? put August Burn Red, Red in there. It was like, hell yeah, dude. We can hell play some yeah. beer pong and <laughs> like listen to this shit. Pong. Yeah, but that was, like I said, we, we all kind of are similar where that was the last album that we all listened to, which is interesting because obviously we all love those first three albums. And yeah. so it's just like, the the joke is, and the comments is always ABR just does ABR. Like they haven't really innovated. They've just kind of owned their craft until to like a sharp point and yeah. just that's what they Stayed do with that yeah um and works so that, for them that brings us to, to death below um <laughs> <laughs> that sounded overly negative i was, I was you're like hey, no uh, yeah, they're like, i was just hey, trying we to had a lot of releases it. in between that time yeah. <laughs> yeah and that brings us to the uh, well i mean over the time over time they started being more progressive right yeah. like rescue and restore saw them bringing like mandolins and like violin and shit like that into their yeah. into their compositions and so they've always just been kind of adding they've tried new things they've definitely experimented like i don't remember what album it was but they literally had like a country western kind of i think that was rescue and restore okay yeah Yeah, and i was like i don't know what's going on here i mean it's good for them but i don't know what's going on here so so it's just a weird thing that we felt like because there's obviously fun parts that they've had in all their albums it's just weird that we're all just like no and i think that's a very common thing with a lot of people in that like this style of music is like they love those first three albums, hit and miss on everything in between. And it's, it's wild because ABR is still one of like the biggest yeah. metal bands currently writing music. It's literally like uh, our, our number one fan, Dustin, actually like texted me. He's like, I listened to August Prince Red because he knew that we were, we were talking going to be talking about it. And um, he was like, uh, yeah. yeah, like I just didn't really vibe. I, I don't really, I didn't really even make it through the whole thing. It was just, it was all right. Yeah, and he's a fan of the early stuff. And yeah, he yeah. Lo- he loves all the early stuff as yeah. well. Yeah, so he's you know he knows all their previous records and that that actually that transitions stuff. fairly well to my thoughts on this album, which is just it is music made by talented dudes that I can't tell. Like there are two or three songs I think that really stand out. Um, uh, Revival is really cool. Dark Divide is really cool, and then the the closing track with uh, Spencer. Chamberlain from uh, Under Oath is really mm-hmm. neat. Um, yeah. And if they sounded more like that all the time on that closing track, they'd be unparalleled. Like, they'd be the best band making music right now. But I just, I I have a hard time really, like, I've listened to this album three times now, and I can't tell you, like... I can't remember half of ...where it. one yeah. song ends <laughs> yeah. and one begins. Like, yeah. it's it's not bad, there's just it's great i mean the production quality is great the Dude, yeah the guitar work like everything all, everything is great vocal guitar work all drums like it's august burns red like at you know they're obviously like still like at their peak like writing yeah. amazing music but just something about it just feels i don't know overly done or like repetitive or just mm-hmm. like it it was a it was fine like yeah. I, I listened to it all the way through and just i just i feel like i probably won't revisit it though for whatever reason just yeah can't can't quite like I think I what it is, but really, really stands out like going back and listening to their first three albums and you see like, I don't know, that chaotic energy is still kind of there and it was fresh and they, I don't know, they seemed excited about it. Not that they probably aren't excited about writing music now anymore, but it yeah. just doesn't. Maybe I've changed. Yeah, I, I think that's really what it is. We're yeah. just old assholes now. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, what, what do you think of Death Below? I mean, honestly, it kind of surprised me. Compared to the past, like, I don't know, three, four releases that they put out, 
this is probably the one album that kind of gave myself some attention outside yeah. of maybe Phantom Anthem, but I mean, it could be just we're different people now yeah. and whatnot. But yeah. it does feel like they they do have their style of writing. They stick within mm-hmm. their comfort zone. They don't really expand beyond that. Right. I liked the guest appearances from like one of the songs they have Jason Richardson come on and just shred his balls off. Yeah. And you're like, well, that's cool. Tightrope. But at the same time, you're like, eh, that's cool. But I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, we've all heard fucking Jason, Jason, right, 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 shred yeah. his balls off. You know what I mean? And yeah. and the and they have Jesse Leach on one song. They have JT Cavi. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Cavi or KB or whatever. Era basically. Yep. Yeah. Is uh, guest starring. So a lot of good features. A lot of good features. I think the album is well written, mm-hmm. but. It just doesn't capture the same essence as those first three albums. Yeah. So, but I agree with that. Maybe it's different times. Maybe it's it's us. Maybe, maybe. we're out of touch. Yeah, I don't know. It's some elder metalcore boys. It's the, it's the elder. Well, let's talk about a couple of little clips. Let's just show you guys what, we're, what the fuck we're talking yeah. about here. Um, yeah. Jordan, what what about? Yeah. So one of the things that I really appreciate uh, playing bass myself, and and you know we always joke about how bassists aren't really like appreciated in metal, which is fair because they don't do shit. Uh, but Dustin, they do stuff. You just can't yeah, hear. You just can't like, ever hear it. Dustin, though, is down. such like a prominent part of what they do. Um, that it's always very audible. And so, dark. I chose a song, "Dark Divide" from this album. It's probably one of the most bass-heavy songs on the album. It's also one that takes a lot of time to um, allow, just like the quiet moments to breathe. Like they they don't just have every single second filled with just like balls to the wall noise. It is it is a very like plotting methodical song and I think it's really cool. So I got a little a little bit from Dark Divide where you can hear how thick that bass tone is. think we all like that riff because of the harmonics it's kind of like <laughs> taking it back it is taking it back but. yeah it's nice to it's nice to hear that and to be able to go with like you know like i've only heard that riff maybe twice i listened to the record i think two times and you know i just knew that it was gonna happen you know yeah I, mean? I like that it's a good yeah feeling. you picked the song i actually really like the intro of this the intro was song. the other part that i was thinking about yeah. picking yeah. off of the song it's I was like oh dang he picked the one i was gonna go yeah for. i think it's the strongest song on the album yeah i think so too it's yeah. really good yeah it's it, it's cool like i said it's it's a very percussive heavy song um I thought it was neat. I think it's fun, and and you see kind of Jake doing some other stuff with his vocals, with the kind of like clean yelly stuff. Yeah, and so it's nice to see him kind of doing some variation to mm-hmm. to what he normally does. 
Agreed. Yeah. It's good stuff. What about you, Brian? I chose the following track, Deadbolt. <gasps> so let's take a listen. It's fun, drum fill. That song is a lot of fun, um, but I, I chose that part just because it's. I don't know. It's they're really good at just being so intricate with the with mm-hmm. the leads over their breakdowns. Like mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know if this even needs a lead, and they're like, Oh, well, we're gonna give you. Yeah, and you're like, Oh, okay. Well, that actually works great. I never thought of that. So, I just always like how everyone has something to do in this band. Like, even in the breakdown, it's 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 not just you know guys hanging out there doing nothing. Like everyone's kind of yeah playing around on the fretboard. Matt's just doing his thing. Well, um, I chose Tightrope, which uh, we mentioned it, uh, features the great Jason Richardson, but I didn't really pick it because of him. Um, <laughs> I picked it because, well, specifically this part is sort of like um, an example of like a thing that they do, like that we that we heard in Thrill Seeker and Messengers and Constellations. Like, just like we even talked a little bit about this. Um, I'll just play it for you real quick. Yeah. This won't happen with a crazy my heart My answers was always my escape I was it in the first place As your own memories I can't restart Not stories Yeah, so a lot going on there. A lot going on there. In the start of it, you know, they they always do that thing where they have a riff and then it evolves mm-hmm. and then it's like a breakdown with the riff uh, yeah. in the breakdown and and so they did, they always do that where they like they evolve the riff and they do it in different ways and and then the yeah the rest of it there's just like the you know melodic uh, with crazy drums and like yelly bits happening on top of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just you know, it's just very much August Burns Red and so just just a good example of like. Okay, I feel like I've heard some variation of all of this yeah. on you know the their earlier records, and while it's a lot of fun, it just doesn't feel like anything specifically new for them. But it's also still like badass at the same time. Like I'm right. listening to it, like that's actually a whole lot of fun. But they, for whatever reason, I don't know. They really, yeah, it's it's such a weird like phenomena with this band because like if there was some no name band that came out with this same album, I probably would have been like. This is pretty tight. Like this is a really <laughs> sounds cool like thing. August Burns Red. Yeah, and you're like more intrigued because it's not. Yeah, August it's Burns Red. <laughs> August yeah. Burns Red has like occupies this weird space where yeah. like obviously everyone's super talented. Obviously they write like fun and catchy music. Yeah, but 
everyone just like bored by it and there no one really has like a concrete thing other than just it sounds like more august burns red which is like a, a complaint you can throw against literally any band like we joke about misery signals all the like we talk about misery signals all the time yeah mm-hmm. they, they, the best band ever the best band ever <laughs> they've sounded pretty much the same yeah, yeah basically yeah but it fucking slaps yeah. always yeah. and it's like i don't well, know and we get excited because bands like boundaries come around right and we're like oh this sounds like misery signals but it's <laughs> yeah. not misery. even <laughs> like that clip that i showed you like i'm not gonna lie like some of the yelly bits and stuff in there like reminded yeah. me a little bit of like a misery signals. oh well that like <laughs> legit some of the lyrics that he had i was like you could have you could put this in a misery signals <laughs> yeah. song like For sure uh so you know and and then maybe that's just because misery signals was like the most innovative band ever you heard it here yeah. first yeah. uh yeah and maybe abr no just sounds like every other band is the problem like every other band can shred other bands can blast breakdowns like, they can have their breakdowns yeah. uh the last thing i kind of want to talk about uh, just i want to get you guys opinion what do you guys think of jake's vocals on this album I mean, I think he, you can see that he is, he's good at the thing that he does, but he has also evolved a little bit and stepping outside of the box a little bit yeah. with, with like some of his delivery and some of the clean, like little clean, like yelly bits and stuff like that. Um, I think it's, it didn't really stand out to me yeah. in a way where I was like, I really love the vocals on this record compared to the other ones. Um, just like. Just like my opinion on this whole thing so far, it was just yeah. like, oh, this is August Prince. Yeah, it's August Prince. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, I mean, I don't think he's doing anything like groundbreaking here. Yeah, um, but I think he. Damn, Brian. He's. <laughs> I think <him>. he's good. <laughs> he's great at what he does, but it's not the same as the hype that was around the early stuff. back in the day. Yeah, and I feel like I'm sorry. No, you about to say something. No, not at all. <laughs> I was just gonna say when Messengers came out, and you were like, "Holy shit! Like this is incredible." He even then kind of changed up a little bit, I think, at Constellations. Yeah. And, you know, sorry for not giving other albums its due where it probably is needed, but, like, those two, I feel like, back and forth, are still drastically different for him vocally. Yeah. And, like, this stuff is probably the hardness of, like, you know, his entire 10-plus whatever year right. career. But it's I've heard it from you, Jake. I've heard it. So. Right, I've heard it. I've, I've heard it from you. Yeah, he's he's. I think the weakest part of the band for me at this point. Ooh, roasted, uh, boom, roasted. Sorry, Jay. My guy's got some range, and he does a really cool growl on the song "Revival," where like it's this gnar ass low, and I was like, okay, yeah. I see you, Jake. But I don't know. He just sounds. But sorry, you're weak. His, like he kind of has like, we like uh, I've had a little too much wine. I'm yeah, sorry, Jake. It's fine. We're wine drunk now. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's like this like weird like whiny kind of like raw quality to his vocals like a squeaky quality at times i think mm. just because i think he's just been screaming for so long that like his shit's just yeah tired at this I point i wouldn't tell him to his face though he i he think he could, like he could deadlift me yeah, <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. In, in five seconds yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He's not if, a bad I ever, if i ever got to meet him i'd be like i never said anything bad about you you're the best vocals i've ever seen <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. oh my yeah. god Brian your vocals on the delete record. the episode delete yeah. the episode yeah. remove it like he's not a bad vocalist. I just think he sounds tired. It's like what I think of uh, Mike Hiranaka from uh, or Hiranika from Devil Wears Prada, where it's just mm-hmm. like they just set their voices have sounded more tired as time has gone on. That's rough, yeah, to do that over the all, all the years, all the touring yeah. and yeah. Like, just everything. Like I can't begrudge. Gotta take a toll. Tommy Giles from Between the Bear to Me also sounds yeah nowhere near as good as he used to. It's I think just the just kind the of the way that it goes. Constant years of touring and. 
yeah, doing slowly it. dying. Right. Slowly dying. Slowly dying. Yeah, not but getting paid enough for your craft. Yeah, no death. Death below. <laughs> more like death here on <laughs> no, ground ground level. Mean. Not not yeah. By Jake, who's going to find us? <laughs> yeah, Jake's gonna please. Find us. I'm so sorry. You're great. I'm so sorry. Please. You're amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, so we've been talking about old shit. You know, we've been talking about new shit. We've been talking about how this sounds like this. That sounds like that. Compare, compare, compare. We gave Brian a hefty challenge this time around. We asked him to string together um, one giant August Burns Red breakdown. So we're spanning from the very beginning with Thrill Thrill Seeker, (laughs) um, all the way to the newest uh, record. And we've got one breakdown from each one of these bad boys. Nine breakdowns. Nine of them. Nine breakdowns. I didn't include any Christmas albums or anything like that. Yeah, it took me a while to sort of uh, put it all together, but I can't wait to listen to this. Um, Breakdown Bry. Breakdown Bry. First, I need... A little bit of a. Oh, I need some. some I need some wine. Some some juice. Let me put the uh, with the box here. Thank you. Thank you, Sippy, for Thank providing you, Sippy. us with this wine. Hopefully, there's Sippy. more. In there. There's got to be more in there. Yeah, there's. Hopefully, there's some more in there. Yeah, there's some more in there. Yeah. I'm gonna cut out this audio, and we are going to charge an arm and a leg because it sounds like someone's peeing. Yep. <laughs> sounds like someone's pee peeing. Sounds like someone's pee peeing. All right, I got my my grown up juice. Me too. Brian, you don't have any grown-up juice. I don't have any grown-up juice. Right, I'll get you a little bit more here. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. A bunch of fucking hard asses yeah. drinking box wine. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what. Boy, I tell you what. <laughs> yeah. Back in Nam, yeah. we drank box wine. Fuck yeah, box brother. Wine. Let's listen to this yeah. breakdown. Freak.
many times where I didn't know when the one song <laughs> the other big and I was like is this just a weird time signature change yeah is it's just the same breakdown I can't tell yeah can't dude, tell anymore. the beginning I'm like oh yeah oh yeah and then like it starts to get to a point where I'm kind of like ah, what's going is this the same song <laughs> yeah, or I'm like oh, looking at the right? wave file like is this the next I can't fucking tell so that there you go they've had some good bangers in there I'm glad you put the one uh, the abyss with JT on there yeah it's fun I, I actually really like JT's uh, guest spot on this album that was yeah. pretty good He's crazy good live too. If you've ever seen Air live, no, but, I haven't. I want to though. Yeah, they're solid. That was that was fun though. I mean, it's it all sounded similar. But like, <laughs> but yeah, Did the it thing sound is, like, like one big we could breakdown? probably do that with like riffs as well too. Like, yeah. oh, go through and find like a riff from every you know every record. I might be and a it would harder, be the, but I could do it. It'd yeah. be a little bit harder, <laughs> but it's for sure doable. And you would also like notice the same like sort of pattern. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing, and you'd be like, okay, I'm starting. To, like, what's going on here? <laughs> Those guys can throw down some weird time signatures though. Like some of yeah. the 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 chugging patterns that they have just melt my brain. Yeah, absolutely. At what point do you say? I've already written this breakdown before. <laughs> like, I mean, like, do you I ever mean, run out of like? They probably ideas? said that 15 years you know? ago. Yeah, when the paychecks like, are coming in, you know, you just, you just, you know, you don't say that. It sounds ever. familiar. Yeah, I wrote it 15 years ago. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. Plagiarize um, myself. Well, we also cannot end this podcast without talking about some of the sillier things that August Burns Red has done over the years. They are a band that has fun. They do I'll, have fun. I'll give that that them that. Yeah, oh, I'll, I'll give them. <laughs> 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 thrill sequel. Thrill sequel. I'll give thrill sequel. They them there that. Bigadine, bigadine, and too much wine. Isn't like one of the covers of their one of the Christmas albums like Jake in like a Santa? Yeah, I think yeah. it was all I want something. for Christmas is you, yeah. and he's like doing he a like, sultry pose. Like yeah, he has little legs kicked up, and he's like yep. just. Yeah. yeah, they like photoshopped his head on like Mariah Carey. <laughs> on Mariah Carey's <laughs> yeah. body, yeah. Ain't no way Jake has that ass. Yeah, no chance. Get the fuck out of here. You can deadlift as much as you want. <laughs> yeah. Don't lie Can't have that ass that don't quit. Yeah, true. But we're going to show truth. you just a couple fun ones over the years. Um, they've, they're actually really good at taking like covers and, and yeah. like the, all the Christmas shit that they've done. Their Christmas and making it like dope. good. It's actually good stuff. But um, we're going to start off with a little uh, Zelda cover they did. This is a lot of fun. <gasps>
I mean, like. Um, it's a lot of fun listening to it. You know, I straight mean, up, I got to give them credit because, like, they could have totally just, like, jumped ship and just done covers and probably made fuck tons more money. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Just doing covers of other things or, like, these yeah. tunes inspired by this. But instead, they're just like, no, we're just going to do this for fun. Yeah. Like, I didn't get it, but they also did Chop Suey by. Dude, I, yeah, it's it's actually, I pretty didn't good. listen to it. I yeah. need to. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually a, a slammer for sure. Yeah. I think. Dusty did all, like all of that, even the vocals oh, shit. on it too. Yeah, he is very talented. Yeah, he's crushing it. Yeah, Dusty, old Dusty, Dusty. good old Dusty, good old Dusty. Dusty. Well, we also no. got the Home Alone theme. Let's get it. <laughs> Their harmonies are really fun. Yeah. yeah. They always do fun harmonies. That could have been a Nightmare Before Christmas song. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's so cool. Yeah, and I always forgot that they did that one. I maybe heard it once or twice. And so when you were like, I brought this one to the table, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It was fun to listen to. I forgot they done did that. I'm a fan of Christmas. I like watching Home Alone on Christmas. So. It's a solid movie. It's a good it, Christmas movie. Their Christmas stuff, though, is definitely... August Burns Red is like, that's what they're known for, kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, on, one of the things, yeah, for sure. Specifically, Carol of the Bells. Yeah, that's Carol like the Bells. song that like I remember listening to that for the first time and being like, "Yeah, Christmas is metal, dude." Christmas yeah, yeah. Is I was like laughing, like but and like simultaneously being like, "This song is fucking awesome." So let's listen to it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun too. Trainside yeah, every orchestra can eat their every ass. Christmas rolls around and I I play this shit. I'm like, August Prince Red Christmas album? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a uh talking about it earlier there's a funny dog video on youtube where the owner has their dog like sitting on their lap and he's just air drumming to this song with the dog oh yeah yeah yeah. and the dog is just like he gets mad a few times but dog can shred yeah (laughs) he's getting it yeah i mean matt matt watch your watch your back my guy watch your back bro it's coming for you yeah so august burns red august burns red there they are summed up for you and one easy to listen to podcast block 
As we call it in the industry, we call yeah, a podcast, podcast block. Episodes a blocks. podcast block. Um, wow! Thanks so much for coming and hanging out with us for episode twenty-eight. Uh, I think we're at the end of it here. Man. I think we are. Yeah. Uh, Jeez. Next time, I think we're going to talk about uh, the original Lorna Shore. <laughs> Lorna Shore. Uh, cattle decapitation. Yeah. And their newest <laughs> album. Parasite. Mm, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah this I'm, is. I'm super pumped. Yeah, I've yeah. not really listened to much Kettle Decap, uh, but the last few singles that we've listened to have all been great. Yeah, fucking tight. Travis has really been harnessing that Will Ramos sound. Yeah, yeah I mean, he so, sounds like a lot. A with, lot like Will Ramos. Without Will Ramos, I don't know if Kettle Decap <laughs> would actually be where they're at right now. I know. Yeah. I mean, to be straight up with you, it's yeah. crazy. Uh, Thank God for their success on TikTok because that's definitely put Kettle Decap on the map. Yeah, yeah. So really excited to hear like these new wave of bands inspired by Warner Shore. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, same. Can't wait for it. Excited to listen to it. Excited to talk about it. If you haven't yet, please um, give us a follow on the Instagram. Give us a follow on the TikTok. Give us a follow on the Facebook. Um, Join the Discord. Do it. For fuck's sake. Like us on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. We got YouTube. All kinds of uh, shorter uh, content, easier to digest content on the YouTube. So please check that out as well. Subscribe, like, share, all that stuff. It really helps a lot. It does. Um, and we appreciate anyone who is listening this far. And yeah, I'm excited for the next one. Yeah. See yeah. you guys then. Bye bye.